0: Hi, Pat the Podcast Editor here. How can you get the most out of LinkedIn? Today, Dan and Lloyd are talking about your profile and the way that you can optimise it to connect with the people you want to meet.
1: When you're writing your profile, Mm. think of how can you hook the reader in? Mm. So people's attention spans aren't very high these days. Mm. So when they're looking at your profile, they're just skimming it. So what can you write in the first part of your Mm. summary section that's really going to hook people in and make them want to read more?
0: Now, we're also going to talk about Tinder. Now, we're not saying you should be on LinkedIn sliding into DMs left and right, but there's a lot you can do to create a better profile for potential clients. You just need to know what you're doing first.
1: Have you ever used Tinder?
0: I, uh, well... You actually haven't, because you're... No, uh, uh, I am not at liberty to say...
2: Uh, no, I actually played Tinder on someone else's profile a couple of weeks Oh, is that uh, a couple of the weeks ago? That was my first time of actually seeing the platform, yeah. Sarah. Um, <laughs>
0: and uh, it was for someone else. So, now, to any normal person, LinkedIn and Tinder might seem like chalk and cheese, but there's some similarities. It's all about attracting attention and connecting with people you want to spend your valuable time with.
1: When you're setting up your Tinder, Mm. which you've never done, Lloyd, Mm. um, you obviously want to put your best foot forward, your nice pictures, describe yourself in a nice way, that kind of thing. I'd be terrible at that. You would be terrible at that. Uh, so you need to do the same to your, to your LinkedIn profile. So things like having a, a decent quality um, profile photo. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if you've seen some some profile photos on LinkedIn of people like miles away from the camera with a yeah. blurry... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but just having a good quality
0: uh, profile photo. Mm-hmm. Also your header image. So how can you get the most out of your LinkedIn? Stay tuned and find out. Right. Let's dive in. It's time for episode 54 of the Business Anchors podcast. We're just a couple
2: of business anchors. Welcome to the Business Anchors podcast. This jingle is slightly too long. This jingle is slightly too long. Isn't LinkedIn just somewhere you upload your CV and look for jobs, Then,
1: If it was 2003 or 2004, you'd be right. But now we're in 2021, it's a really effective social platform and we've made hundreds of thousands of pounds worth of business from LinkedIn, and um, yeah, I think it's important that we talk about it because I think it's such a powerful platform, especially for B two B businesses, to to drive revenue. And I want to share that goodness with everyone.
2: Well, if LinkedIn's why good, why good? If LinkedIn's so good, yeah, why don't you marry it? I'm already engaged. Okay jokes don't work when you can't get your words out (laughs) especially when they're not good in the first place are you on LinkedIn Lloyd? I am actually do you want to connect?
1: are we connected?
2: well I assume we are yeah yeah yeah, I'm on LinkedIn I I think it's really interesting the kind of uh, the journey that LinkedIn platform's been on it was very much like back in the day where like Facebook and Instagram were cool yeah now Facebook's not so cool Mm. Um, and seen as like the main social platforms and LinkedIn was always like, oh, yeah, that one that old white men go on. Yeah. Uh, in suits. Mm. Um, and I think it's really, it's been a transformation from LinkedIn being a place where uh, traditional, traditional business men and women went to share things no one cared about. Yeah. Uh, to now there's some really... Interesting content on LinkedIn, a lot of people consuming that content, mm. a lot of interesting conversations, and a lot more going on the platform than yeah. previously. I think
1: they LinkedIn's basically looked at like Facebook, Instagram, and mm. looked at what they were doing and then copied a load of their features. Mm. Um, you know, like when they brought out video, they didn't used to have, you couldn't, you, you used to only be able to upload image based posts and text based posts, and they brought out video. Mm. You know, more recently, uh, they've got stories on there now. I think every mm. platform out there has got stories on them. But I think there's there's been a switch of like, and I suppose there's been a big
2: switch in business in general as well um, because of the pandemic and for other reasons of just like, we don't have to do business in the traditional way. It's always been done. So like LinkedIn doesn't have to be purposely shitter than the rest of the platforms because mm. those things aren't businessy. Yeah, Like it can just be the the same
1: and up to date with, yeah. the rest of the the world and the rest of life. And you get people saying, "Oh, LinkedIn's not Facebook." But I think people are going to the platform a lot more now to to see to consume content that isn't just business focused that mm. is, you know, uh, more entertaining and fun and we we produce loads of sketches on there yeah. and um but yeah, I still think if you're if you especially if you run a B2B business or if you just want to build your profile and uh you know, climb the career ladder
2: I was going to say personal brand. Personal brand, yeah. Episode
1: two ago, we talked about that. Um, I think LinkedIn is the most powerful platform to do it. So why are we talking
2: about LinkedIn? Why do we have a whole Business anchors episode for this platform?
1: I think that most people still don't understand the platform. So most people still think it's a place where you upload your CV or you use it for recruitment. And we've used LinkedIn for recruitment. We've hired yeah. lots of great people from there. Yeah. Um, but the main value that we've got from it is uh, building relationships with key decision makers that we've mm. then turned into clients. Interestingly, I was just thinking about how you're saying it's not just
2: that stuff. Like, I'm thinking about the last couple of weeks. So yesterday we went for lunch with Mark and Liv from Red Sprout Media. Mm. And I, like, I arranged that through LinkedIn Messenger. Like, I don't know, like a few years back, I don't feel like that would have been the go-to place. Yeah. I think if someone would have got a LinkedIn message saying like, oh, I booked to take, they'd be like, why didn't they email me? I'm not going to see yeah. that. Whereas now it's, a much more, it's much more normal. And yeah. same with um, Adam Barry from Electric House, who's been really, mm. really nice and given uh, me some advice recently we've been chatting through, through LinkedIn. linkedin um and i do think that's a i, I would never
1: have gone mm. to linkedin as a platform to have those conversations a few years a couple of years back i think the thing that's different with linkedin is people are in a business mindset and mm. are doing business mindset you know when you're on facebook or instagram or tiktok you're kind of just like there, mm. like oh let's watch some funny videos mm. but on linkedin people go there to do business so it's kind of a. Um, People are already thinking about doing business before Mm. you even start. Do you think that's why there's so much
2: backlash? When people, uh, I think, unfortunately, especially women on the platform, they get approached in a non-businessy way, if you know what I mean, (laughs) um, through LinkedIn, and there's a lot of, like, you know... I'm on here for this, don't do that. Yeah, uh, and, this is Facebook. And also posting pictures of your lunch and people go, Girl, come on, this isn't Facebook. Yeah. Do you think that's why there's that backlash? Because pe- people think, oh, they're in the business mindset, so why are you using it for that
1: other... I think so, but I, I think that is a good thing. I, like, not just uploading photos of your lunch. I think um, any kind of good quality, entertaining content, mm. I think there's a place for it on LinkedIn. Mm. I don't think we should just... Like when when you do business with people, you don't just, it's not just transactional. You don't just say, do you want to buy this thing? I'll buy it. Okay. You get to know someone mm. and you build a relationship. And, you know, we do a lot of storytelling on LinkedIn. We talk about um, the work we do. We, you know, do a lot of behind the scenes content showing the campaigns we're running and things. And there's a lot of strategy behind that because we're kind of telling our story and showing what we're up to as a business to build trust. Um,
2: so yeah. Nice. And, if uh I like this episode, I'm just asking questions like interview yeah, do you think I'll be a good yeah, go uh, interview host mm. so if i'm I'm playing the part of the business anchors listeners, basically asking questions that they're yeah. thinking, so you're saying like, "Oh LinkedIn's so good and stuff, and you're saying all these big words <laughs> why well, 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 it's good if if someone's listening and they do business but they're like, "Oh, I've got a mm. profile, but I never I don't do anything actively on the platform
1: to yeah to to try and achieve anything. Like what would be your advice? So there's three core pillars of LinkedIn, your profile, your content strategy and your engagement strategy. So when it comes to your profile, it's really important to optimize it so that one, you can be found when people are searching for for Mm-hmm. P- things people Makes like sense. you,
2: yeah.
1: And um, so, you need to uh, optimize it with the right keywords in your headline and in your bio and that kind of thing, but also you need to optimize it for conversion. So, when someone lands on your LinkedIn profile, think of it like a Tinder profile. Have you ever used Tinder? I uh, well, you actually haven't because you're
2: no, uh, uh, I am not at liberty to say. Uh, no, I actually played Tinder on someone else's profile. A
1: co- oh, is that uh, a couple of the weeks ago?
2: That was my first time of actually seeing the platform, yeah. Sarah, um, <laughs> and uh, it was for someone else. So uh, you're listening, Sarah. Yeah. Does she listen to this? Uh, no, no oh, okay. she she doesn't even understand what yeah. we do. No, so, no. so, take she me re- step back. She recently uh, sent me a message saying, "Oh my god, I've just seen that video you made. It looks like a proper ad." <laughs> Um, but she sometimes sees the clips on Facebook mm. so uh, if you do see this Sarah love you
1: <laughs> yeah Christelle's parents think that I make <laughs> Facebook pages mm. make Facebook pages Yeah, whatever that means yeah <laughs> Um, so going back to this so if you, yeah. if you think of your LinkedIn profile as your dating profile when you're setting up your Tinder mm. which you've never done Lloyd mm. um, you obviously want to put your best foot forward your nice pictures describe yourself in a nice way that kind of thing I'd be terrible at that you would be terrible at that uh, so you need to do the same to your to your LinkedIn profile. So things like having a, a decent quality um, profile photo. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if you've seen some, some profile photos on LinkedIn of people like miles away from the camera with a yeah. blurry... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but just having a good quality uh, profile photo. Mm-hmm. Also your header image. So thinking about how can you make the most of that header image? How can you communicate credibility? Something we do is on my profile is things like share... A photo of me speaking on stage so mm-hmm. subtly it's it's sort of communicating he knows what he's talking about he's yeah. speaking in front of people he's
2: better than you
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're going for yeah now I know what you mean though um and also the way uh you describe yourself in your summary section so mm. um, you know what do you do how do you help people when telling a bit of a story the way I like to think of it is like thinking like a journalist when you're writing your profile mm. think of how can you hook the reader in? Hmm. So people's attention spans aren't very high these days. Hmm. So when they're looking at your profile, they're just skimming it. So what can you write in the first part of your Hmm. um, summary section that's really going to hook people in and make them want to read more? Hmm. Um, So yeah, so optimize your profile like a dating profile. That's the first thing. Secondly is your content strategy. So we talk about a kind of traditional marketing funnel a lot um, and that's how we... uh, Kind of build all of our content around um, a marketing funnel which represents the journey your customers go on from not knowing who you are, becoming aware of you trusting you and becoming a customer and we break it down into three stages Lloyd, I don't know if you know this uh, yeah, <laughs> I
2: have heard it a few times Yeah.
1: awareness, consideration and purchase and we, you need to create content at each of those stages to build awareness build trust and get people to actually become a customer mm-hmm. um, and the final part is your engagement strategy so a big part of getting seen on your content seen on LinkedIn from other people is by engaging with other people. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you've seen, do you go on LinkedIn much? I do actually now these days, yeah. So you know in your feed, you sometimes see, you see things from people you're connected with, mm-hmm. you see posts from people you're connected with, mm-hmm. but you also see posts that are like so and so commented on this post mm. and it comes up in your feed. Yeah. Um so a really you know, just as important as your content strategy should be your engagement strategy. Mm. What are you doing to proactively add meaningful comments to other people's content every yeah. single day? Because it sounds stupid and simple, but, um, you know, people who could be potential customers of yours see those comments and think, Oh, Dan or Lloyd sounds like an interesting guy. Let's click on his profile. Then you've optimised it like Tinder they're like, oh, oh, I like the look of this guy. He
2: is a good-looking guy.
1: Yeah, or the, this business. Oh, this bit, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. they get in touch with you. So um, it's really important to every day, add meaningful comments to other people's posts. And also, in terms of reactive engagement, make sure you're mm. replying to people who comment on your content promptly mm. um, so, yeah.
2: Nice. Just like to clarify, optimise it like Tinder, but don't use it like Tinder.
1: Yes, some people yeah. do get make that mistake. They do. Yeah, I've heard about that. Have you got any of those messages from any... I don't receive any of those messages. I don't know um, why.
2: Which, at first, I thought, no, this must be rumours that, that people send messages like this because I've never seen one. Mm. But it has been explained to me that other, more attractive people get lots of messages like that. Yeah. Mm. Um, which... I don't
1: understand, but some, something I, I think uh, something really sort of gets on my nerves about LinkedIn is the the connect and pitch messages that we, we've made mm-hmm. loads of videos taking the piss out of people that do this because it's so frustrating. Basically, yeah. you you've had quite a few of those where people connect and then well, yeah,
2: hi Lloyd, it's would you true, like to yeah? Because yeah, you've just been talking about oh LinkedIn's so good and you like you but seem like you're LinkedIn's fanboy, but so there are negatives then
1: yeah. I think, yeah, there's there's lots of people that, again, go on there with a the short-term mindset of, right, like in the previous episode, we spoke mm. about networking. Yeah, People think of it in a transactional way. Mm. I'm going to go networking to, to win a client. I'm going to go on LinkedIn to instantly win a client. And people go there, use automation tools to just message thousands of people to say, mm. hi, Lloyd, I love the look of your profile. Um, do you want some aloe vera mm. or whatever? Mm. So that's that can be frustrating. Um yeah, I just I just don't get it. I just don't.
2: Does that work? It the must work. Though, because they just send me messages every day offering me services that our own business provides. <laughs> oh, you look like you could do some creative social media content. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't think you've looked at what I do yeah. or need.
1: But yeah, I don't know, people still do it. there's, there's still LinkedIn experts out there that kind of talk about you know, the automation this being a good... And... Hmm.
0: But,
1: yeah, it's just it's just like um spam calls we yeah. you know sales calls we mm-hmm. still get those do, i guess if they find like a, a vulnerable old lady who doesn't quite understand it they yeah. might convert her yeah, as a right. winner some windows yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool i'm gonna do that then um, um but yeah in terms of is there anyone i know you don't spend a huge amount of time mm-hmm. on linkedin but mm-hmm. is, is there anyone's content that you've seen that you think's good or do you not spend um, enough time on there to uh, a few of the guys from electric house
2: so mm-hmm. Lee Wilcox and Adam Barry and some of their team are uh, really good and interesting and, and sometimes quite innovative with the sort of stuff they do. Um, I really like the same thing with the Goat Agency. So Harry Hugo and Aaron yeah, Shepard put vlog. Out some good content um, and are usually ahead of the game with like LinkedIn content. Mm. Um, yeah, they'd be... What about
1: you? Um, I, I quite like uh, Red like, Oh I like Dan
2: Nolton's as well.
1: Yeah, well, thanks, Lloyd. Yeah, I quite like um, Mark and Liv from Red Sprouts content. Yeah. yeah, they Mark's good at doing kind of storytelling, and he I was going to say storytelling. Yeah. yeah, he's he follows like a similar sort of Casey Neistat approach mm. of um, uh, talking about something, like a point and then telling a story, mm. and yeah, I like his content. Also, you probably haven't heard of Harry Dry. No, I haven't. Marketingexamples.com. Oh, cool. It's a really good website that shows case studies of brands. Well, they talked about the Burger King, mm-hmm. FIFA yeah. game, case yeah. study. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he shared some really interesting... Co- a lot about copywriting as well, uh, uh, which okay. is really interesting. Nice. Um, yeah, great. That's good... So uh, I feel
2: I should uh, end the podcast just because I've never seen Dan sweat this much on the podcast set. Uh, I think he's overeating. <laughs> oh, <it's> so hot. <laughs> um, so apologies, viewers, uh, if Dan's extra shiny. <laughs> I don't really know why he's,
1: he's overheating this much. Maybe uh, because
2: he had some beers watching the football last night no. he's not feeling 100%. Hmm? Well,
1: there's a massive, two massive hot lights yeah. pointing yeah. at me. When, and when this goes...
2: So that was just, listeners, this is past Dan and Lloyd speaking to you. Last night, we won the semi-final against Denmark. Uh, you'll already know if we're champions or if we're not. Uh, I'm going to predict we are champions and we won 2-0 in the final. What are you predicting, Dan?
1: Um 1 nil. To England. Oh.
2: Right. So if we're right, send us messages saying, Oh, you're so good at predicting football. Dan's glaring at me because I'm talking about football, not not business. Okay. See bye everyone. Week. Dan's too hot.